I thought it was the sound. I thought it was our, our speaker making a noise, pop, 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 but it was the, you patting the baby. So I was like, can somebody fix that in the back of the sound room? So it, it wasn't that. So amen. Let's go to uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. I'm going to pick up there. It says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to eternal glory, by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Hallelujah. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight for the word. And I thank you, Father, that, Lord, even, even just the, uh, the ones that are before us, Father, as God, the, you know, uh, the, the inspired word of God, Lord, was breathed upon them. And they, and they wrote this, Father, for, uh, you know, for us to be able to read, to partake of the scriptures. Father, that you know, you've breathed on your word. So, Father, we thank you tonight. And Father, I pray, Lord, give us eyes to see. Give us vision, Lord, in 2024, January 2024. Give us great vision. Give us eyes to see. Give us a heart to receive, Father. And Lord, give us ears to hear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So Father, I thank you tonight. Let faith arise. Let faith be built up in every believer here tonight in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, transform us in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you're taking notes tonight, I, I just uh, I titled this and I titled it at the end of when I wrote it because because I felt like the Lord was uh, was was giving me a word to give to the people and that was to live ready. So tonight's title, if you if you want to title this message, you could title it "Live Ready." Live ready. Live ready. You know, um, it's interesting because you know you can. Um, you can begin to hear a lot of words preached over <laughs> at the beginning part of a new year. And, uh, and it's so important, and I've, I've listened to words already, and I've listened to prophets, and I've, li- I've listened to some of the normal people that I listen to. But, you know, even just this week, I've, I found myself just quieting myself and getting in, a, getting in a space or getting in a place with the Lord. And, uh, and, and beginning to hear, and even, even today as Pastor Miranda preached, I felt like there was just things that were being birthed in me and... And it, you know, it's exciting. And um, you know, but last November, as as I as you know, we start fasting some November and December, and uh, as we go into January, we begin to prepare ourselves for a word for the church. And I'm not delivering that tonight, but but I feel like there's there's pieces of this thing that's really unfolding right before our eyes because I listened to Brother Don's message. You preached a wonderful message. I'll go back and listen to Brother Stevens this week. And and uh, you begin what what begins to happen is you begin to hear a theme. In the body of Christ, and and you, you you begin to just sense everything that God God is doing, and uh, you know, and I listened to a, ma- a message that Pastor Josh ha- had preached, even out of some of this text, and I and I begin to think, man, this is this is like lining up with my spirit. It's lining up with with some of the things that I'm personally feeling. And I, and I said all that to say this: that I believe for the children of God, this is going to be a great time. This is going to this is going to be a great time for the children of God. 
Now, let me, let me conclude with, I'm not bringing this to an end right now, I'm going to preach a little while, but let me, let me conclude in saying that I believe that, I, I, I believe that this is a time individually that people will begin to, to, to come into the things of God. You know, where, where husbands, where, where, where mothers, where people individually, even our children, will begin to come into the things of God because God's going to begin to deposit things into people. I believe He does that corporately. There's a corporate anointing through prayer. But I believe that there's going to be an anointing come on people that this is the time to rise up. This is the time that, you know, we're, we're, going, to move into a, we're going to move into another level with God. But can I, can I tell you this? Because even, even some of the word that, I, that, I, that I've heard this year is that it's it's going to be up to you it's going to be up to you it's going to be a choice that you're left with it's going to be a choice that you have to make it's not it's not something that pastor brad i I can't make anybody read their bible right You, you guys understand like we're not i'm not forcing anybody to read read their bible i'm not forcing anybody i encourage everybody to be in prayer amen because i have a senior pastor that says how many people did you have in prayer this week you know, how many people are, are in prayer? So when I can share with, you know, the good news about this house and this church is that, you know, we're getting 25, 30, sometimes even 40 people in prayer a day. That's, that's amazing. Amen. Isn't, isn't God awesome? So we want to encourage more people to get involved in prayer corporately because there's an anointing around that. But I do believe that this is going to be a time of shaping, uh, shaping uh, o- o- over the church and us individually as, uh, as, as Christians and as children. Children of God, you know we've. Um, you know I've I asked myself several things. Even even yesterday, as I was preparing, I said, you know, Lord, I, I just feel like there's been there's been just uh, there's been an attack, there's been an assault uh, on people and on people's lives, and and I, and it, you know, and I'll be honest with you, it's very frustrating. It's very fresh because I know how we pray, but I know that you know I, I I know that we're not above. We're not above the assaults of life. And even as Miranda, you preached that word today. And as I thought about that, and I thought about that, you know, we're going to have to learn how to fight differently. You know, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, that the Bible says. Mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So how we fought the battle previously, it may look differently now. It may, we, may, we may say, you know, I need a different weapon. I need the weapon of praise. I'm going to tell you tonight, I feel this, under the unction of the Holy Spirit, you've got to begin to open your mouth. Some of you are too quiet. And I don't mean that to be like you're, you're quiet, but some of you, like, you, you got something here. You got it bottled up on the inside of you, but you've got to open your mouth and you've got to declare a thing. Declare such a thing that my God reigns. My God is powerful. My situation, my God is bigger than that. I'm an overcomer. Amen. So, so we begin to make those declarations. Amen. But as I, I, I thought about that, and I, I, I thought about, <laughs> you, th- you think about Joshua. He's in the promised land. This is kind of fresh because I wasn't even going to go here. When you think about Joshua, when he was in the promised land, he's crossing the Jordan. He's standing upon a promise. He was in a wilderness place for a very long time with a people that were hard-headed. And he crosses over the Jordan. And you know what? You know what? You think, just catch this real quick. What's Joshua have to do? He has to go into battle. See, a lot of times we think that the crossing over, oh, I can relax. The sun shining, praise Jesus. I'm, at, I'm in Maui, hallelujah. I'm on the beach. We think that sometimes in the crossing over, it's going to be easy. 
But what did, what did he call Joshua to do? He said, go and, go and declare such a thing and take the land. Take the territory. So he had the war. He had the battle. And I've got good news for you tonight because I believe there's people here that are saying, you know what, in 2024, I've got my armor on. I'm ready to battle. I'm, I'm, going, I, you know, I, I'm not defeated because the Lord's going to position me. So I, I want you to catch that tonight because a lot of times we think I'm blessed, right? I am blessed. It doesn't mean that I quit. It doesn't mean that I coast. It doesn't mean that I go on vacation. It means that I, you know, I'm blessed. I've got to be battle ready. You hear this tonight. You've got to be battle ready in 2024. I believe that for every, every believer in this house. We, you know, we've seen things even in just the last month that, that, have, that, have, that, that, that have rocked families. There's a real enemy to our faith. We understand that. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I'm battle ready. Amen? You're going to be battle ready. And you know, listen, you, there's something, and, I, and I, this is my prayer right now for you, that you, that you in your own self say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing. And individually, you, you know what happens when we individually, we have, we have, that, we have that spirit. That spirit of Joshua, that spirit of Caleb, when that begins to exist, that, 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 that spirit of John the Baptist, Elijah, that spirit that says, I, I have a non-wavering, I have a non-compromising faith, I have a desire to, to go higher, I have a desire to, to, to lay tracks, I have a desire to keep, keep moving in faith. That, that's, that's where we're going, amen? <laughs> and so, listen, I, I'm here to tell you, you know, when Joshua went into the he, when he went into the promised land, he had to be battle ready. You've got to be battle ready. There's not a day that you don't live here on earth that you don't have to put your armor on. There's not a day that you don't need the sword, the word of God in your life. There's not a day that goes by that you that you don't need to call upon El Shaddai. <laughs> The God of more than enough. You, there, there's not a day that goes by that we, that we should be absent or, 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 or think, well, I'm just going to cruise today. God's not calling the church to cruise in 2024. He's not calling us into a season of waiting. He's calling us into a season of going. He's called us into a season of taking territory and taking ground, building buildings, renting buildings, growing the body of Christ. That's what He's called us into in 2024. But I'm telling you, it, it, I'm gonna, it doesn't mean that, you know, that, that was it. That was the piece that I got of the Word today that, it, you know, I couldn't have told you. I had to, had to fill it in my spirit again. That, you know, it, that when you cross over, get ready. Get ready. Because, you know, listen, we, we think in the crossing over, it's all, it's all peaches. It's all, it's all strawberries. I, I like those two things. Amen? They're good. But, you know, we think it's all that. But it's not steak and baked potato. Hallelujah. In a big honking salad. How, honking. I used the word honking tonight. So, in a big honking salad. You know, that. Amen. Anyway, back to this message. We, it, it's not all that. You've got to position yourself to be battle ready. Amen? So, you know, Pastor Paul and Miranda made a comment around it, and, um, you know, she said that, he made the comment, and I, he said, as you grow, he said, you are, and I felt he's seen it in the spirit, he said, you're, you're coming up to another level. But he said, as you're coming up to another level, you got to be battle ready. You got to be battle ready. As you're coming up to another level, you got to be battle ready, because he said, there, it intensifies. You know, guys, listen, the enemy does not like it. The enemy does not like it when you move into an area and you begin to declare Fairmont's the city of freedom. Because the enemy, you know what he said? No, this is an enemy of bondage. This is a, this is a poverty-stricken area. 
You know, and that's why even five years ago, we began, as soon as we got here, we made declarations. We want this business here. We want to see this community thrive. We want to see the mall. I mean, we, would, we prayed over the mall, not, not knowing that a developer was in, the, in, the, in, in behind the scenes getting ready to develop that. Houses, you know, you know, where Amanda lives. You know, houses, just be praying, God, you know, change this community. Amen? Change this community because that's light. And where light is, light pushes back darkness. I'm light. You're light. Amen? Amen. So I, I want to look at this text tonight. I, I just want to look at a few things in this text because Paul, I'm sorry, Peter says, um, let me say something even, just catch this because this is going to be a year where individual growth is going to be vitally, vitally important. Spiritual health, physical health, mental health. Physical health, spiritual health, mental health. Physical health, spiritual health, mental health. Spiritual health, physical health, mental health. This is going to be the year. This is the turning year for, 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 for God's people. Physical health, spiritual health, mental health. We're coming up. We're coming up. Amen? Amen. So Peter says something here in this text, and it's, it's, very, it's very, uh, very powerful, very powerful. Peter starts out by saying, he says, be sober. <laughs> Now, I, I, I think that a lot of times we think that being sober, which I think is very correct, sober, being sober in our mind means, you know, not being, uh, not being, um, not being dumbed down maybe by alcohol, by, by, by drugs, by things that would, that would cause your mind to, 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 to be wandering away from things. Or, you know, but Peter's saying, you know what, be sober. And I, I believe it's so important that the reason Peter is saying this in this text, it's also given to the church, it's so that we can understand that when we're sober in mind, uh, there's an alertness that comes on a person's life. And so you have to understand that you need to be alert right now. This is not a time that you dumb yourself down with, with, with 30 hours of Netflix or 25 hours of, of, of Xbox. This is not a time that you dumb yourself down with just all these things of life. You can't, you, 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 because what it does is it dulls your senses. It dulls your senses. So you have, you have to be sober-minded. Drugs, alcohol. This is not, you know, Pastor Josh made a comment. He said, you know, you know he's on Maui. And, of course, Pakalolo is, is marijuana. And he, makes the, he made the comment to the church. He said, he said, you know, he said, as a pastor, he said, he said, I want you to know. He said, I'm not for, I'm not for marijuana or Pakalolo. Of course, that, you know, everybody has a license in Hawaii. Not everybody. Not, not everybody has a license. But, but many people grow marijuana in Hawaii for medicine and stuff. And he, and he said, the reason why is because it dulls your senses. And Peter is saying here, he's saying, be sober-minded. Be sober-minded. So it's important that you understand that we as the children of God, we have to be sober-minded. We are, our mind has to be refreshed and renewed. And, you know, there are certain ways we do that. We stay alert by taking care of ourselves, taking care of our bodies, amen, exercise, dieting, you know, uh, you know a, a simple things that we can do to take care of ourselves. That, you, know, you know, exercise affects the mind. You know, it releases things in a person's body. Just like fasting. Fasting, fasting is, I mean, the health benefits of fasting are supernatural what it does. It restores the stem cells in people's bodies. I was listening to a guy, a secular guy the other day, and he was talking about a three-day fast. He said that in a three-day fast, they're finding out just research-based stuff that it can eradicate cancer. Ninety percent of cancer can be eradicated through, through just fasting continually on a, on a three-day fast. I, I don't have the research to prove that, but... 
But the guy's pretty, pretty well known. So I, I thought man, it was worth listening to. But there are certain things that we can do to get ourselves ready, to keep our minds sober. You know, I, I think sometimes even, you know, Rand and I were talking about, about it the other day. It's like, you know, just eating. You know, because as pastors, one of the things you find yourself doing is you may not eat through the day, but you, you, you eat when you roll in at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I don't know if that's anybody here, but that's kind of a habit that we have. And, you know, my family's like, when do we eat? We all, you know, we eat at 9 or 10 or 11 o'clock. That's not healthy. So it's even like just beginning to see those things and making changes. Making, because, listen, I do, I do believe this is going to be a year where we as individuals make significant changes. Lifestyle changes. Paul's saying, Peter's saying, be sober. Be sober. Be sober-minded. You know, it's, it's, it's so that our minds aren't clouded. It's so that our minds aren't clouded because the enemy, you guys, you guys know and you see it. You see how active the enemy is to cloud a generation. To, to, you know, just from our media, our, our, our media alone, how, how, how enticing media is. How the media can, you know, cloud. Everybody has a problem. I mean, if you watch any, you watch any major network news, every other commercial is a drug commercial. You know, you need this medicine for this, and you need this medicine for that, and you need this medicine for that. Do you, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have that side effect? And, you know, do you ever feel this way? Do you ever feel that way? Well, yeah, I, I felt that way. Well, then you need this. And so what happens is people, because they don't understand or they don't know, they, they jump into, well, I need that. And they find out, well, that has, you know, and they, what I love about these commercials a lot of times is that, and then side effects are, they may do this, they may do this, they may do this, they may do this. You know, there are more side effects, uh, you know, available to the person than there is the medication that's going to help the person. So, but I, you, you have to be in a place where you're not clouded. Am I, am I, you guys catching that tonight? Just, you know, so be sober-minded. Peter's saying be sober-minded. Be alert. Stay alert. You know, position yourself to be alert from the things that the Holy Spirit's speaking to you. If you have a, you know, you have a cloud or a mist over you, it's, it's hard to hear. Because in the tunnel or in the cloud, it's just like you're, 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 you're stuck in the, in the problem or you're stuck in the, in the woes or the cares or the worries of life. But Jesus come to bear that burden for us. Amen? So we trust in Him. We put our full trust in Him. Praise God. Praise God. Peter said, in the next piece, he said, be vigilant. Be vigilant. Over and over again, till the power of God came into his hospital room and touched his body and healed him. They said, you know, you're certainly going to die. They left him there to die. What did he quote? It was uh, Luke, uh, you remember what it was? Luke 11? I say to this mountain. Is that it? Mark 11. Mark 11, yeah. He just quoted it over and over and over again. I found myself in that very position one night. I laid in the bed and I just quoted that scripture over and over and over again. I put healing scriptures on and I just listened to them. Father, thank you. <laughs> I, in the natural, I don't, I don't feel right. I, you know, you, you feel like, man, I, I just ready to go home and be with Jesus. Just take me home. You know, there's, there's a, but no, I'm not done. I know, you, I know you're not done with me, Lord. So I began to declare and speak that. Speak that over my body. Speak that over my life. There's power in your words. There's power in God's word. Resist him. You know, the centurion, the centurion soldier, I, I love it. You know, the faith. Jesus said, marveled over his face, said, I hadn't seen faith like this. The centurion soldier, he, he, he told Jesus, he said, just send your word. Just send your word. 
He's not even a, he's not a believer, guys. But just send your word, my servant will be healed. You don't need to come to my house. You don't need to come and lay hands on him. Just send your word. Guys, the word will work in your life. Speak the word over your life. Speak the word over your children's. Fight with the word. Amen. Fight with the sword, the word of God. James 4, 7, and 10, and I read that. It says, submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves. So please understand that, you know, talking about resisting the devil, you have to submit to God. You have to live for God. If you're not going to live for God, it's going to be very difficult for you to resist the attacks of, of the enemy. So you have to live for God. It's, you know, you know people, uh, you know, I go to church uh, Easter and Christmas. I got this going on, I got that going on, I got all these things going on. It's because you're not submitted to God. You can't, you can't live a life outside of God and expect God's blessing to be on you because, because you have no power to resist the enemy because you're not submitted to God. So it's important that you understand that you have to submit yourself to God. How do you submit yourself to God? Can I, can I, the, the clear, most simplest way that you can submit yourself to God is serve. Is serve. Is serve. <laughs> is serve. <laughs> you know what? You know what's interesting? Jesus. I said this to a pastor. I think it was Pastor Aaron. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was betrayed, right? You know, and he he was betrayed, and he and he's he's getting ready to be taken away. But before he got taken away, you know what Jesus did? He took communion with his disciples. And he served them and he washed their feet. How do you, how do you beat betrayal? How do, you, how do you beat the enemy? You serve. You serve. You, you find a place. You know, it's, guys, listen. You, you know, it's, not, it's not us just trying to you know, get more people in to do more things. It's so that you find a place in God. Because in your serving... In your serving, God responds to that. It, 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 it's, it's, it, it allows you to become submitted to God when you serve. I, and I tell you, when, when I was less connected with the church, and at one point I remember that I kind of just moved away, and I was like, you know, now nah, I'm done doing this, and I'm done doing Royal Rangers and kids and youth, and, and, I, and I become less submitted. That's where it became hardest to resist the enemy. Because my time wasn't focused on God. My time wasn't focused necessarily on him. I found other things to occupy my time, which then allowed the enemy to creep in with old things. He'll throw things at you. He'll, he'll, he'll want to remind you of this and, oh, this used to be fun. Or, you know, you used to do this. This, this is okay. You know, it's a little gray. You can still go to heaven. <laughs> See, that, that's truth. Because that's what happens when, when we get pulled away from things. We, we get the, we get the, the gray. You know, it's, it's a little gray. You can do this, but you can still go to heaven. You can still, you can still do this and serve Jesus. You, no. You, you, you know, you, you're allowing the enemy to come in and, and, and just put his foot right there. So how do, how do you resist? And you pray. You pray. You, you, have a, you have a life. Guys, listen. Corporate prayer is very important. We make a push for that. But your individual prayer time, your individual study time, you've got to up it now. You've got to up it now. Hear what I'm saying? You've got to, um, Pastor Brad, I've got to up it, guys. I've got, we've got to up this time with the Lord. One less movie, one less episode on Netflix, we've got to up this time with the Lord. As a family, up your time. Up your time. 
up your time. Amen? That way when you come together in Christmas, you, you know, you, hey, we upped our time this year. You'll have a different Christmas story to tell. Amen? I'm ready for Christmas already next year. Submit yourself. Amen. You know, and resist him. Steadfast in the faith. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stay steadfast in faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. Faith is not stagnant. Faith is not, faith doesn't just sit down and take it easy. You keep taking steps of faith. You keep moving. You may, you may think, well, this is a small step. You keep making, even if it's a small step, you keep making steps of faith. Faith is an active, living thing. You believe God. You believe the promises of God. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Lord, I'm blessed. Lord, enlarge the place of my territory. Father, I thank you that you've defeated my enemies. May my enemies be scattered in Jesus' mighty name. We're going to pray. We're going to, I'm going to institute some different prayer this year. We're going, to pray. We're going to pray some things together corporately. I feel like the Lord told me that. I'll share more later, probably this week, about that. Let me close with this one scripture, 1 Peter, uh, Peter 1.13. I'm giving you a scripture just to make a reference out of. Clive, if you could, just come on up here tonight. 1 Peter 1.13. 13, yeah. It says, therefore, when, <laughs> therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at His coming. Let me read that again. It says, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at His coming. So how are we, how are we, to, set our, how are we to set ourselves? To be sober-minded, to be alert now. Because He's coming. It's not to be confused. It's not to step into a place where, you know, well, it's, you know, the tribulation, it's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to be in the tribulation or I'm going to be raptured out. I'm not sure where I'm going to be. I'm not sure what, what's happening. Unfortunately, I believe there will be people that get caught in that. They get caught in that because they weren't obedient. They, they, they weren't listening to, they weren't following God. They got hurt. They got broke. They got offended. You know, is that right? You know, what, that happens. Unfortunately, I, I believe that even in tribulation time, there'll be people that, that, were, that, are, that are believers, true believers, but because they got a hard heart and they got offended, it took, them off, it took them off course. Pride come in. Whatever came in. Everybody say, not me. Not me. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. <laughs> Don't conform to the evil desires of the past because of your ignorance. That's a strong word to use. I, I was once ignorant. I have no qualms about telling anybody. There was a time I was in my life that I was very ignorant and probably arrogant and prideful, and I could throw a lot of other things in there. Everybody say, but God. Because see, that's, that's, that's the power. That's the power that changes all that. But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do, for it is written, Be holy because I am holy.
How do you live? How, how are you called to live as a believer? Holy, 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 holy before the Lord. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet tonight. Holy before the Lord. Shepherd, bow your heads tonight. Just bow your heads. Listen tonight. If, if um, first, first, if you're not if you're not saved, you you say I I you know. You you know whether or not tonight you're in here, whether you're living a saved life. You you you've made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You, you know whether, whether or not you are or you aren't. That's, it's a personal thing between you and the Lord. It's not like the Lord sits and shows us as pastors, well, this person's not saved, this person's saved. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a heart thing. It, it, to, to know whether or not your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Unfortunately, I've, you know, I've, I've seen it happen. I, I've known it to happen that people would come into a meeting and they would hear the Word of God preached, given the invitation to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. And they missed that opportunity, and that night their life, their life was, was lost. So tonight, listen, if that's anybody in here, you would say, Hey, Pastor, I want you to pray for me tonight. I want to receive Jesus as the Lord of my life. I, 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 want, I want you to pray for me tonight. If that's anybody in here, just slip up your hand very quickly. Very quickly. If anybody in here tonight, you would say, Pastor, that's me. Will you pray for me tonight? Will you pray for me tonight? 